In terms of the link between trauma and OCD, um, it has been established that trauma does increase the risk for OCD. Um, there is such a thing as people developing acute OCD after a acute traumatic event. So someone who did not have OCD their whole life have, you know, these people have sometimes had the experience where they have an acute traumatic event often in their adulthood and then they develop OCD, pretty severe OCD a lot of the time right after that traumatic event. So it can be a response to an acute trauma. Um, childhood trauma also increases the risk of obsessive compulsive disorders. This isn't to say that OCD is a 100% trauma-based disorder. I can't make that claim, but there's definitely some correlations here. So I did some research. I did some digging. Um, as always, I have links to all of this research in my bookshelf, in my Google Docs, which is in my link tree. So please check that out if you enjoy reading research or you can just listen to me summarize it. So I checked out some research about what is going on with the brain um, and what kind of trauma researchers have to say about OCD. And there were a few things that I found really, really interesting. So first of all, the research found that people with OCD have increased security motivations, which basically just means that the human motivations that all of us have to feel safe, to feel secure, and to seek out security and safety, those motivations and impulses are hiked up in people with OCD. So there is a, you know, a really high drive to create a sense of security. Um, this isn't a bad thing. What makes it challenging with OCD is that in the brains of people with OCD, once they are in a state of anxiety, fear, or dysregulation, they have a much harder time returning to baseline than people without OCD. So when we look at uh, these behaviors through the lens of people are always trying to regulate their nervous systems, regulate their emotions, and get their needs met, there's this high need for security, and then a really hard time actually getting the feeling of security, right? Which it makes sense why that would be really painful and lead to that kind of repeating compulsive behavior. Um, so people with OCD, when they have anxiety, when they're dysregulated, when they feel scared, when they feel um, you know, destabilized in some way. And that might be all the time, or it might just be sometimes. Um, there is a much harder transition up the nervous system ladder back to that ventral vagal space, which is that safe, secure, and social place. So people with OCD essentially tend to get stuck more. They get stuck um, in an activated sympathetic nervous system state where they are in survival mode. They're, you know, anxiety and cortisol and adrenaline and stress hormones are hiked up and they are trying these different things to try to create a sense of security, but it often doesn't work or it's very short lived. So those are two of the kind of patterns that were identified in people with OCD that, that make a lot of sense to me. Um, now, when I kind of combine this research with my understanding of polyvagal theory and the nervous system and CPTSD, it made a lot of sense to me because one of the things that we know about CPTSD is that with CPTSD, our nervous systems tend to be dysregulated and we tend to get stuck in a state of fight, flight, or freeze for prolonged periods of time. Um, and we also struggle with feeling safe and feeling secure. So our brains are always doing something called neuroception, which is basically just interpreting the data that we receive in our environment as safe or unsafe. This is something that everyone's brain is doing, right? If you are out in the world and everything seems good, your brain is sending you messages that like things are safe, things are good. Um, if there's a lion suddenly charging at you, your neuroception is going to let you know 
it's time to go into fight or flight mode. And this exists on much more subtle levels too, right? We have so many cues that we're always picking up on in our environment that kind of inform us and inform our bodies on if we should relax and feel safe or if we should be, you know, guarded and on edge. And with CPTSD, those cues get messed up. Our safety signals get messed up and our danger signals get messed up. So we have a harder time with CPTSD interpreting sometimes neutral stimulus as safe, right? We tend to interpret data, interpret our environments as dangerous more often and safe less often. And we often get stuck in those defensive survival states. So... Um, you know, I can see the parallels between CPTSD and OCD in these ways where, you know, both include this kind of chronic dysregulation and a, a hard time feeling safe and a hard time interpreting when we are safe. Like our bodies don't always get the message. Maybe we know in our heads, yeah, I think I'm safe right now, but our bodies don't get the message. And so we get all this rumination and anxiety and, you know, different symptoms of dysregulation. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Complex Trauma Recovery Podcast. What you're about to hear is a clip from my newest episode that I released on Patreon. Every month, I release one additional bonus episode on Patreon. Um, You can subscribe for only $5 a month if you want to support me, support my work, and get access to some extra content every month. So this episode was all about obsessive compulsive disorders and the link between OCD and CPTSD. I hope you enjoy it. And if you'd like access to the full episode, the link to my Patreon account is in my bio.